don't want me to read from Sexy Family? Horny Naked Family. Horny Naked Family, whatever. Sexy Family just kind of shortens it up. But yes, it's called Horny Naked Family. No? Have you ever read parts of it? Yes. Well, then they don't need to know. They go buy the book. You can't buy the book anymore. I bet you there's places you could buy the Horny Naked Family series. Thrift store? I don't know. We should a lot play. of those, a lot of the thrift stores around here are like religious based. They'd be like, "This is blasphemy." We should put, put one it of in those, the shredder. We should put one of those uh, uh, tracking stickers you can get. You put it on like your phone and shit. The what are they called tile. Oh yeah. We should put it on it and donate it and see what happens. That'd be funny. Like put it inside like a like a statue or like. No, 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 no. We'll put it inside like a box of other donated shit. And then, like, we'll we'll see if they toss it out or if they actually keep it. I highly doubt they'd keep the horny naked family. Oh, that we can, like, raise a stink. I donated that. I knew you motherfuckers. Yeah. I knew. Jesus was God and God was Jesus. And so, technically, he fucked his own mom. You're going to tell me that this book is wrong? How dare you? God damn you. Anyway. Anyways, welcome to the show. Creepers and Creepettes, uh, this is the Crypt Creeper Horror Show. I am your host, the Cryptid Creep, a.k.a. Gory Martinez of Angelic Desolation, sitting with the lovely Killer Kenna. I decided yeah. your name is Killer Kenna. Not Kenna Kilmeister. No. Miss Kenna. No. The thousand other names you came up with. Killer Kenna. Okay. Killer Kenna. Okay. Because I get to say Killer Kenna. Okay. I'll... I'll co-sign that. Yeah. And we are going to be discussing movies that we thought were going to suck that ended up being some of our fucking favorites. And one of them is going to be very disputable. And I might get some hate for it, but hey. One of them I never thought sucked. You did, and it shocked and appalled me. It's not that I thought. I didn't think that it sucked. I just, like, I, we'll get into it. So the first movie we're going to talk about that you and me thought was going to suck, but we were like, we'll give it a chance. Fuck it. Fuck it. It's called The Walking Deceased. Um, oh it, uh, it, so it was made in, in uh, 2015, and it stars Sophia Taylor, uh, Dave Sheridan, uh, Tim Ogletree, and Troy Ogletree, and Joey Ogleby. Oglesby. Ogle, Ogle, a lot of Ogles Oogles. in this. Um, anyways, it, it was an independent film that came out and it was pretty much making fun of at 2015 time, which is pretty much where we're still at, but it was making fun of zombie films. Uh, it made fun of The Walking Dead. Zombieland. Zombieland. Warm Bodies. Warm Bodies. Shaun uh, of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Zombie um, Strippers. Zombie strippers. You did make fun of zombie strippers. And the internet said that there was a nod to 28 Days Later. I'm like, where? I don't know where. I didn't get that. The closest thing I can come up with is the hospital, but that happened in The Walking Dead. Yeah. Where Sheriff wakes up. So it it basically starts with uh, Sheriff waking up in the hospital like Walking Dead. And, uh, oh, uh, yeah, we said Zombieland, right? Yeah. Yeah, and... uh, it's two dudes from Zombieland. Um, it's Chicago and Green Bay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so so they're in there, and uh, they pretty much take them in. The place that they're staying at is a mall, which was a nod to Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. They're hanging out in a mall, checking Jenny's, 
Uh, they had a homeboy with the, with the check the jetties. Check the jetties. They 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 had uh uh they stayed with a homeboy that was like dude from fucking uh, Walking Dead with the crossbow. Oh my god! So this movie yeah. has so many. Daryl. Like, Daryl. Oh, this movie has ruined a lot of things for Jay and I. Like we can't watch Walking Dead without Jay screaming Carl. Carl, and he does that in this movie. Like his son's name is Chris. But he keeps calling him Carl. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the the farmer on the ranch that they're nodding towards Walking Dead. Season two. Keeps mm-hmm. yelling at the guy who's supposed to be, like, Darryl. a Daryl character. Yeah. Wow, you playing with a child's toy. Yeah, it is. Like, he's just got, his... like, the, the, the smallest fucking uh, crossbow, and it just bounces off of zombies. Like, he does. I don't think he kills a single one. He ends up yeah. getting killed. Yeah. In it, like trying to reload. And uh, it just ended up being funny. Uh, the dude that was the warm zombies dude, uh, his name is Romeo, but they keep confusing it with Romero. And yeah. like, there's even a, 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 a chick in that that goes, Romero, like George. Yeah. And it was like, it was, it was, and this, Return, this, uh, this, so this movie did. took place after he died, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't it? Yeah. George Romero so. died. So it was a huge nod to him. Um, it's a fun fucking movie all out. I think it's funny for what it is. Like, I enjoy that spoof movie way more than fucking scary movie. Fucking sucks balls. I, fuck you. I like scary movie. movie. I like scary movie, but however, scary movie has like a Hollywood budget that went behind it. This movie was, was more than likely crowdfunded and it was fucking it's fucking great. Now there's even, there's even like a, for all the stoner kids, there's a stoner scene. Where yeah. they get high and break shit. Yeah. And fucking... Um, I, th- I, I fucking love it. Because like... Well, The Sheriff you know, some, was my some favorite. Some movies, they're, they're silly. Mm-hmm. But they're silly to a point. Like, like I saw a fucking review for <laughs> for Walking to Cease that said, uh, No creative drive whatsoever. Fuck you. Bullshit. Yeah, What'd go you fuck do? yourself. Yeah, What'd go you fuck do? yourself. Like, and then like another yeah. person said, Fittingly brainless parody, but sadly lacking wit. I'm like... Yes, it was brainless, yeah. but that's the yeah. funny part about it, is that well, it's it, just making fun of it all. It, completely. And, like, it starts out with, um, like, after the hospital scene, like, they they invite the uh, the um, the sheriff to go with him back to the, to the mall. He eventually meets him there, but he's like, no, I got to find my family. So he takes off. And, then it ha- and, it, and there's that scene from fucking Walking Dead with the little girl, like, walking with the fucking teddy bear. And and the sheriff comes upon her, and he just sees her, and you think it's a zombie, and it's not. It's a little girl like being like, "I can't find my daddy." And he just like cries and pulls out his gun and goes, "That's what a zombie would say." And fucking kills her and like walks on. Is that is that where they're getting twenty eight days later? Because remember that little kid walking through the. No, that happened on Walking Dead. That straight up, that was a straight up nod to Walking Dead. Yeah, I don't but, know where the fuck they're getting 28 Days you, Later. You remember 28 Days Later, they used that little kid as bait and made him walk through the town, and I think she had a teddy bear. Maybe that was the small nod. No, that was not at all. No, that was that was straight up, no, that was straight up Walking Dead. Um, Toby! That's not, we don't need a DJ. We don't have ghosts right now. And we don't have rats. That's Toby digging in the couch because that's his old couch, and he—that's what he does. He likes to dig in his old couch. 
Toby enjoyed that movie it as well. It unlocks the smell of our old apartment. But, <laughs> <laughs> back on subject. Uh, dude, it's like even the comedy in it. Like the part where he gets to the house and it's like there's a note that says uh, me, uh, uh, Chris, and and his mom. They have a note that says like they went to his mom's work, which he happens to be a stripper. So zombie yeah. strippers, and they have zombie strippers. Uh, but anyways, like he, him just finding out that his family's not there, and he freaks out, and he just like, I'm sorry, this always stuck with me. The scene where he's like crying, and he's like punching his fridge, and he just punches the ice machine till the <laughs> ice comes out. He's like, no, Carl. <laughs> or when he when he gets home and he has to take a he should take a huge shit. Yeah, there's a whole scene with that, and yeah, he ends up he goes to the strip club. To go find his son and wife. And yeah, there's zombie strippers. Mom's on. Son's running the strip club. Yeah. And so there's only two people watching the strippers. And they are straight up. They're, they're English dudes. One of them's really fat. One of them's skinny. Wearing a suit and tie with some red on them. Yeah. Yeah, total nod to Shaun of the Dead. And fucking he ends up having to like try to kick them out but then the zombies. They have zombie strippers. And they get out and they fucking bite them. And mom gets bit. He kills his mom, and he's, like, trying to tell his dad about how you left. And then it turns out that Chris slash Carl was the one that put him in a coma in the first place because he sucked at baseball. <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah. Y'all should fucking check this out. Uh, the, the the funny shit we talked about is not even half the fucking if movie. If you just want to, like, smoke a yeah. bowl or yeah. have There's some zombie jokes. and laugh, yeah. and watch it. If you are a film critic yeah. who wants everything to be, like, you know, three billion dollar budgets. Then go fuck yourself. You won World War Z. Go fuck yourself. This was actually pretty funny. But um, if we if we have any fans out there that know of this movie that like it that can tell us where the fuck the twenty eight days later scene is, let us know. We would we would really enjoy that. Um, but all in all, I thought it was a good movie. And yeah, and the whole just making fun of the coral. <laughs> God, that's that like was your, so funny. It's like your favorite part. It is. Well, because he does, and he like gets like even when he gets home and he's just looking for him, he like yells his wife's name, and he's like Carl. Carl. I think after the first time you saw that movie, you yelled that at Toby for like Carl. two weeks straight. <laughs> No, and, and another another funny fact that there's uh there's like this like scene where they're trying to get pumped to do something, and the dude that plays Chicago, which is he's he's uh, a parody of uh fucking Woody Harrelson's um um character in Zombieland, and he puts his he puts his fucking uh hat on on fucking uh, the sheriff Stetson. And he tells him, like, get your goddamn cheap-ass Candy Chesney bullshit hat off my Stetson. And that was funny for what it is, but when you realize that the dude's name, he's like this cowboy guy, but his name's Chicago. Like, that's where he's from. <laughs> I'm sorry. City cowboys always drive me nuts. Like, I'm I'm sorry. If you're, if you're like, cowboy up and, and fucking save something, fuck a cowgirl, whatever it is, and you got a truck, a cowboy hat, country life in America. Like, where do you live? I live in downtown Chicago. <laughs> Sorry, you're not a fucking cowboy. I There's some real motherfuckers out there I that are living have... that are living in the rural areas 
that are like working their hands to the fucking bones. Those are cowboys. I'm sorry. If you're in Chicago and you're like, me get another Frappuccino latte and make it a double sweetie, you're not a fucking cowboy. God damn it. I used to work with a nurse who uh, had a USS compensator. And USS compensator. And he dressed like he came out of a freaking Wrangler a magazine ad. Yeah. And he had a very Irish name, and he was Korean, who lived in Denver, Colorado. No idea who he is in this world. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, he was adopted. Yeah. Which, okay, I get the name and everything, yeah. but I was like, yeah. why the USS Compensator? That was the take home for me. Yeah. I was like, where do you park that thing in downtown Denver? Well, I understand where that, you park there's, that thing? there's some country folk that have to come to the city from time to time. But, like, we live in a suburban area. I shared complex apartment complexes in the suburbs where we live with these cowboy motherfuckers that were, like, ready for doomsday. And I was like, you're in an apartment, dude. If shit goes down, you're just as fucked as the rest of us. Like, why are you trying to be this cowboy dude? Just admit who you are. Say, I like country music. My name's Dan. I work in accounting, and I have an apartment in the suburbs. You can like country music without being, like, full-on. Yeah. I guarantee there's an accountant out there who is, like, full-on death metal, but he doesn't, like, praise the Dark Lord or anything. He's like, I like death metal, but, you know, I live comfortably. My wife and kids, it's fine. Like... <laughs> Would I like to drive a USS Compensator? Hell yeah. Well, you'd look sexy, but you don't have anything to compensate for. That's true. I just want to drive a big truck. Oh, big flip, big truck? Flip people off who are driving around in like Mini Coopers. Oh, women look sexy in a big old truck. That's fine. It's just when it's a dude and it's like the, the, the tires are fucking bigger than your body and you're a six foot, you know, 200 something pound man. You're... Come on, dude. What are you really trying to say, man? Come on. I bet you they're fun to drive. I bet you they're fun. They shit. probably are, but like, if you need, if you need to like push all that weight around, you're probably compensating for something. I'm just and saying. And I, I, I do believe you have given me your ADD because we're veering off track again. Yeah, we're way <laughs> off. Anyways, we're close to time for this first segment. Uh, walking deceased. Uh, check it down. Uh, so it was written by Tim Ogletree, who plays Green Bay. Green Bay, that was his name. It was yeah. Green Bay. Who's uh, play? He plays Green Bay in the movie. Uh, his brother Joey Ogletree is in it. Uh, and then of course Chicago Cowboy, that guy. Uh, it's directed by Scott Dow. It's a good fucking movie. Give it a chance. Uh, weed will help. Yeah. Definitely. Well, weed helps drinks. with most things. Some drinks and some weed. You gotta be in a giggle mood. You gotta be in a giggle mood because it is silly, but like the, the, I can watch it, watch it at any. The time. subtle nuances of, of just their their comedic fucking abilities is fucking great. So I would say give it a try, especially if you're a fan of zombie movies. And uh, all right, so when we come back, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we will talk about the movie that Kenna is disappointed with me mm-hmm. about. Disappoint? I'm not mad. All right, creepers. I'm disappointed. All right, creepers. We'll be right back. Oh, no, 
So, say something you've said recently that you never thought you would say when you were like 16. You want me to start? Uh-huh. I prefer the sourdough rye bread. <laughs> you go. Um, uh, I think I hurt both my shoulders cleaning off my car. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hang out tonight. I've got work in the morning. Uh, hell yeah. I saved 150 bucks by having a Costco membership. <laughs> Check this out. This meat saves us $1.25 less than what we would have spent. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Do you ever meet a kid going to like the grocery store and just grabbing shit? You just looked at the uh, price, and you're like, I have that. And you would just grab it. You wouldn't even compare it with anything else. No. My, You've been doing that since you were, like, 16? No, like, I don't know how my parents did it, but they did a good job. I was one of them kids that went to the grocery store, and what we got is what we got. My mom would allow one thing. Yeah, but when you went to the grocery store yourself, as a teenager, and you're like, I... I want to eat whipped cream off a dude's dick. And you went to the whipped cream. Did you actually compare which was cheaper? Or were you just like, I got that. And you took it. No. I, I looked at the price. Oh my god. You have not lived life to the fullest, Miss Kenna. I'm telling you. I don't know how my parents did it. They just did. And if they if they could remember how they did it, which they can't. Oh, it'd be a it'd be a bestseller. That'd My parents a, did it like they thought bestselling. They fought over book. price all the fucking times, and like what was cheaper, what was not. It's just when I was a teenager, I guess I was just like, I don't give a shit. The world's my oyster. Fuck you. I'm gonna be a fucking huge rock star slash movie director slash uh, movie star slash TV star slash um, kung fu expert. So I was like, I can buy whatever I want. Yeah, I didn't have any of those aspirations. Do you know? Do you know who didn't give a fuck about money? Hmm. Dracula. No, he didn't. And what was Dracula? He was a vampire. And he was dead. And loving it. And loving it. And segue. Segue into our next movie. Dracula, dead and loving it. All right. So when it first came out, this is this is where we're gonna get some shit. So this is 1995. Mm-hmm. We're 10. Yeah. 10 years old. I was already accustomed to the other Mel Brooks movies. Because I was. Because my, my, my parents loved them. So I got used to them. As you did. And um, I just remember it coming out and not being very memorable. Uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Uh, give me a second to explain <laughs> myself here. It just wasn't like my favorite Mel Brooks. And this is like includes Blazing Saddles. Well, Blazing Saddles was the funniest shit, which is very controversial. <laughs> but um, uh, 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 um, um, Young Frankenstein, shit like that. Like, you know, I got used to that. I watched it and I, I mean, I laughed and I had some laughs, but it wasn't like the older I got and the more that I watched it, more and more. And then especially being with you 
and you showing me more and more of this movie, every time I watch it, it makes me laugh even more. So it turned out as a movie that I didn't much care for. I didn't think it was a bad movie. I just didn't much care for it. And so, like, one of my beloved movies that I that I, I fucking cherish, you know. You know what? Um, two. I'm going to say two things. So I grew up. All right. So both of my grandparents were pretty funny motherfuckers. But so each one of them loved Leslie Nielsen. I love Leslie Nielsen. But they didn't want to go watch them together because they thought it was like tacky. As one of my grandma's favorite words was tacky. But so each one of them, starting in like 1989 when the Naked Gun came out, I was four. Yeah. And they're like, you want to go watch a movie? I'm like, yes, all I do. I remember watching, like, it's a hazy memory because I was fucking four watching Naked Gun. But I remember my grandma would be like, you want to go watch Naked Gun? You know, three and a half. Yeah. Three and three quarters. Yeah. You know, and they would each independently of each other take me to see almost all the Leslie Nielsen movies. Yeah. But they would never take me together. Together because they thought, yeah. So when my grandpa was like, you want to go watch Dracula Dead and Loving It? I was like, hell yes, because I grew up with Leslie Nielsen and Uh his slapstick comedy. Uh Yeah. And then my second point is I wrote down some notes for Walking Deceased. Probably like, you know, 10 notes. We already went whatever. through Walking Deceased. We're on. Yeah. We, we moved on. And look, look, the only note I wrote for Dracula Dead and Loving It is JJ is a Nazi. I'm not a Nazi. <laughs> How does that make me a Nazi? Because you, you said that it was a movie that you didn't think you'd like. And Leslie Nielsen is? A genius. And Mel Brooks is? A genius. And they're both together? Geniuses. But you're going to say American treasures. They are American treasures. They are American treasures. Those make me a Nazi. I literally, <laughs> I was like, I don't much care for it. You're like, burn him at the stake. Fuck you. No. Fuck just, you. What, and the- how do I, what do I think of it now? You love it. I fucking love it. It's a great movie. It goes, it goes, it, it, it made fun of the 90s Dracula that came out. What was that, like 93? And I might be wrong, but, um. Yeah, they uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. They went very closely to the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was more so aimed towards the book than than the the Hollywood legend of Dracula. But they also tackled the Hollywood legend of fucking Dracula. The whole sunlight, um, dude. Him just being caught halfway being a bat, where just like Leslie Nielsen's face on a bat body with <laughs> ears. They still gave him the ears. Like, come on. The Renfield, the Renfield from the original. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was starring Leslie Nelson, Mel Brooks, uh uh Amy Yazbeck, and 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 Peter McNichol. Peter McNichol is fucking Rensfield. Oh my fucking god, dude. Just just the, the boat part where he opens it. <laughs> why do I always why do I always get Tom Waits <laughs> and Peter McNichol switched up in my head? I have no like, idea. There's no good fucking reason for it. There is. It, it's just is that, it hairdo? No. Is it the hairdo? No, it's that Tom Waits played Renfield in the Bram Stoker's ah. Dracula. That's why you get him confused. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like just that opening scene, dude, he was perfect for fucking Renfield. Yeah, Peter McNichol fucking nailed it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Nailed it because it was fucking hilarious. Well, he was old. He was old school Renfield. Tom Waits was a whole different animal of fucking Renfield. Like I would, I would pay to see a fucking like where is he now, Renfield? I mean, he got killed in that movie, but let's say he didn't. Technically, in Bram Stoker's Dracula, he just got banged against the bars by fog. That's true. I mean, how many of us have been banged against the bars by fog, and we we made it out just fine. Totally. Green fog. Oh, green fog's the worst. Anywho, <laughs> just them making fun of, of Bram Stoker's Dracula and they're making fun of like the original Dracula lore. Mm-hmm. Like it was just funny. I think there's a part of Bella Lugosi in there too. Well, no, that's the what way I'm saying. He's talking. Well, that Renfield and yeah, and then having the the, the regular Dracula. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Open the door and come out of the closet. <laughs> you are in the closet. Open the door. <laughs> but there's a lot of actors in there that were also in Men in Tights. Mm-hmm. Like the, the red-haired chick and then like... Um, yeah, Amy Yazbeck. She was she was uh, mm-hmm. Maid Marian. Uh, the Maid Marian's maid was also the maid that was uh, guarding her in that. Yeah, and she's still kind of guarding her. Yeah, uh, they even had uh, Blinken. Blinken was oh, one of Blinken the. Uh, he was her. one of the uh, uh, prison people. I and still like. Brooks. I still like the one. The one dude that is like peeking out through the door. And he's just like, I can't take it anymore in here. It's begin. It's starting to be too much. And then it turns out he's a guard. And he's like talking to one of the inmates. <laughs> That's how I feel at work sometimes. I want to fucking bend down to the cell doors and be like, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> well, you work, you work in a special place. Yeah, special place in hell. <laughs> it's weird. You're in like hell, and I'm almost in heaven. You're growing weed. I love that job. Oh, mm. Beginning of um, uh, when Renfield meets uh, Dracula. Uh, and he's got the headpiece from Bram Stoker's Dracula, oh, and then he yeah. takes it off like a hat. He puts it on a fucking hat rack <laughs> and the fucking cobweb scenes. Like yeah. that's just that's just pure slapstick comedy gold, right? I there. think that's a big reason why Mel Brooks hasn't really he hasn't come out with anything like newer because that comedy's lost on people. I think it's people our age and older that still appreciate it. Because it was bigger, badder. I mean, just like little, wittier. just like little jokes. Like when he's when he's like wakes up and it's daytime and he's like, I'm up during the day. I'm cured. And he's walking around and he's like talking to people. They're like, you want some wine? I don't drink wine. Oh, what the hell? Any other drink? And then he, Renfield comes out and freaks out and he starts to smoke and it turns out he was just dreaming. And he freaks out at just the smallest little joke of him being like, I must have had the day, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll have a piece of chicken. Yeah. It's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah. But him just like the small joke of him having a day, mayor. Come on. Uh, him fucking sitting up in bed doing that. That was a Nosferatu reference of him rising mm-hmm. out of the coffin. Then he hits his head on a yeah. chandelier. <laughs> And the fucking, the fucking, um, the vampire women seducing, uh, Renfield. Yeah. <laughs> Quit doing that. And well, then they, they well, they're floating. Well, they were floating away. It's like, knock it off. 
and they just kind of like grab their dresses and slunk off. I don't know. There, there, there's an element of comedy that is lost amongst the youth, mm-hmm. and I think, I think Mel Brooks realizes that, and he's already a legend in his own life. He didn't even, dude. He didn't even have to make Men in Tights or fucking Dracula Dead and Loving It, and he, he was already a legend. Yeah, fucking legend, dude. I don't know, like, um, that. This movie's like up there on one of my top sick day movies. Like when I'm sick as fuck, usually you'll come home and I'm watching American Psycho, which is my go-to. My or, fat Greek wedding, admit it. My big fat Greek no, wedding. I fall asleep to movies and that's on HBO all the time. I've caught you watching yeah, it. Yeah, I've watched it. I've considered that one of your sick day movies. It no, is I don't, absolutely. I don't you know, watch it. That if you watch me. that on purpose, it's a sick day movie, or you're a sick person. If you've ever known Greek families, that's a funnier movie than you think because it's all true. I never have. That's a sick day movie. But the other one is Dracula Dead and Loving It. Yeah, so my number, my two tops are fucking. Catch American. me if you can. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> Our American Psycho and Dracula Dead and Loving It, like. That's, I know how to catch, tell when catch you're me, sick. Catch me if you can. I I could watch that movie a million times. I don't fuck. Tom Hanks is an American treasure. Knock, knock. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, but it's a good it, it's a good ode to Dracula. Like I said, it was one that I I didn't like originally. It's not that I didn't like it. It's just I didn't think it was as good as his other stuff. No, but it's because back then you were just wrong. You were wrong. Hey, man, I was I was young. I was young, dumb, and um, wrong. wrong. Yeah. Young, dumb, and wrong. Mm-hmm. But I love it now. And it is a hidden gem, in my opinion, because the older I got, the more I watched it, the more it became like, all right, this movie's actually pretty fucking good. Yeah. So, hidden gem for me, not so much for you. But still pretty good. Um, I guess that's gonna that's gonna do it for this episode. Hell yeah! Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, find us on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, Anchor has a has a wide net on uh, listening platforms. Uh, but follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, <laughs> and uh, until next time. Uh, Hell Satan and uh, Via Con Diablos, motherfuckers. JJ, plug your motherfucking band. I'm sorry, I forgot to plug the band. Angelic Desolation. Check us out. We're going to be doing the uh, Dakota Death Fest. That's coming up. Uh, We're working on new songs. There's a Conan song. There's There's a song about a minotaur that eats tits. I'm going to get a squirt bottle, and every time you forget to plug the band, I'm going to squirt you in the face with it. I'm in, like, horror movie zone. I forget about the band, but I love all my band members. (laughs) I love all of them. All of them. All 17 of them. (laughs) I got three band members and then a shit ton of drugs. They're also band members. AngelicDesolation.com Check us out. Buy some merch. We got merch. We got birch. Actually, we don't have birch, but if you request it, we'll buy some birch and we'll sell you birch. I mean, it won't have our like our logo on it or anything, but it'll be bound up like Krampus style. We could bound it in stickers. 
which we have new stickers, Angel of Desolation stickers. Get it, get your birch bound up in our stickers. Shut this, up. This might have hurt the band more than helped it, but we're going to add it anyways. <laughs> might as well. All right. Bye, <laughs> Con Diablos, motherfuckers. Christ!